Young Podcast. I'm here with Colby Paul, and this is episode one. We're going to be talking about the who, the why, and the what is coming up. So first off, I want to introduce you as a 17-year-old student at Pleasant Grove High School on the golf team. Well, you're a golfer, right? Yep. I'm a junior at Pleasant Grove High School, and I'm a golfer. So why are we doing a running podcast? Like, why did you get into running and if you're a golfer, what is this whole ultra thing that you're doing? My whole life, my dad's run. He's a big runner, and I've always kind of seen him do it, but I've never had any sort of ambition to try it. I was like, oh, running doesn't seem like much fun. Yeah. Like, let's play video games or something else. <laughs> and But just up until a couple of years ago, my dad, he said, hey, how about the haunted half? Are you, would you want to run the haunted half? And I was like, oh, sure, I can do a half marathon. So I did maybe two or three training runs for that, just three or four mile <laughs> runs, because it was, I mean, it was big for me, 13 miles was yeah. big back then. And I did it, and I finished it, and I was like, cool, I'm not doing anything else now. That's, <laughs> that's my running career. And then just a couple weeks later, uh, my dad brought the, he brought up Behind the Rocks 50K. <laughs> and 50K. It was, yeah, I was like, that's a big jump from, that's over a marathon, and yeah. the most I've done is a half marathon. But he knew what he was talking about, and he kind of, I mean, I'm athletic, so I, all I had to do was whip up in shape, and I, I accepted it. I was like, oh, this yeah. will be fun. I mean, all golfers are athletic, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> it does work out well, though, with golf. Golf summer, and yeah. we got snow down here, so winter was kind of like, well, I'm not doing anything. Right. So it kind of works out nice that way. Okay. So the two seasons, they work out for you. Um, your first real like distance race, the Halloween um, half marathon, that's in Provo, Utah. How did that go? It went all right. It actually went better than I thought it would. Yeah. I thought I was going to struggle more, but I kind of just was so pumped on anticipation and just like adrenaline that it went pretty well. I think I finished just under two hours. Yeah, that's I great. I was sticking with the two-hour pacer, and then I pushed ahead of him right, right <laughs> towards the end to finish. Oh, that's great. So – we're talking about the uh, the why and the who you are. So you're 17 years old. You go to Pleasant Grove High School. You're on the golf team. Um, you've got aspirations of doing well in golf next year. You play a lot. And um, as far as running, like that first race kind of kicked you off and then moved you into the idea of I'm going to do a 50K. Uh, let's talk about that 50K. Where was it and how was your training? Um, did it surprise you at all at uh, – how much work you had to put into it? Yeah, so the 50K, it was the Behind the Rocks Ultra. It was up in Zion. And I had signed up about five months before, or just around there. So I had a while to pr train and prepare. Yeah. So I had the stuff. I got the gear, my vest. And it was just weird to me how much training kind of went into mm -hmm. it. And I was like, man, this is a 50K. People do so much more than this. Like, how? And... I cheated training a lot for the 50K because <laughs> I thought I did the Halloween half pretty easy. I don't it's, have to try. It's just running. And, I mean, that was a gut punch when I got to the – during the race. Yeah. At a mile, about mile 23, my dad could tell you I hit a wall. <laughs> and it was – oh, my gosh. It was it was scary. Like yeah. Quitting was a very prominent option there. Yeah, when you're that far in and you're thinking, I still have so much more to go. Um, how did you get through that? My dad, because I, I was running with him. He finished. We finished together, oh, that's and he kind of helped motivate me. 
And if he wasn't there, I would not have finished. I would have <laughs> given up. I would have said, give me my chocolate milk. Like, <laughs> put me in a car. Like, I was done. But, no, he kind of ran with me, and he helped motivate me. And he was like, we're not quitting. Like, you didn't train for four months to just drop out. Drop for one race. So I finished, and it was hard. Like, I was throwing up high-minute miles by the end of it. Yeah, so here at Pleasant Grove, you're in one of my classes, uh, sports broadcasting. And I remember you were doing your training and you went and ran that race and came back. I was like, hey, guys, Colby just finished a 50K. How about that? Uh, do you remember the reaction of the class when you told them that you ran a 50K? I don't remember it, which means it might not have been anything special. No, this was like the most reaction we got from the class. It was really? like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, that's so all right. <laughs> you perform like a, a superhuman feat as a uh, teenager and you get a response from your friends of uh, why do you keep running well you know it's one of those it's like if i was running for other people <laughs> yeah it it's like there's no point like why am i spending that much time training if i'm doing it for other people but it was hard after the behind the rocks because after the haunted half i was like i'm done yeah that's my race and then after behind the rocks i was like that kicked my butt I never want to go through that again. <laughs> and even when people showed excitement after hearing about it, they're like, oh, my gosh, how'd you do that? Yeah. Are you going to do another one? I'd always be like, no. No, no that way. Was my, that was the Everest. That was the peak. Yeah, like, the I'm classic done. runner's response after any race. I am, I am done. Oh, yeah. I was – yeah, it was just – it was never in the picture to do another one until my dad brought up the Dead Horse Point <laughs> Ultra. And I think when he asked, I had forgot all the – pain yeah. and everything I'd said before about never wanting to do it again. I was like, yeah, I could do one again. All right. And wow. I can't <laughs> believe I said yes to that. Uh, so this is going to be uh, coming up in about a week, a week and a half. You've got a race and that's a 50 miler, right? Mm -hmm. And this is going to be your second ultra. Third. Third ultra. Oh, I missed one. What was your uh, second one? My second one was the Dead Horse Point Ultra. Oh, that's the one you were just talking yeah. about. Okay. So that one was that was last November, okay. And it went better. I still cheated training. <laughs> uh, my dad come home and be like, "Hey, did you run?" And I said, "Yeah, I did 12." Yeah, it was really good. When I didn't run a mile, <laughs> I didn't even go outside. So, and in the moment, I thought, "Well, it's fine. It's not gonna matter." It mattered, it and matters. it hit me hard yeah. in the time. So, but the dead horse point, that dead horse point ultra was better. I did. I did it in about an hour faster okay. than the Behind the Rocks, but I was also older, and I had done one before. Yeah, that So that made a big difference, but it didn't spark another excitement to <laughs> run. Like, I was still like, that's the last one. And now you've signed up for two more. You've got one coming up in a, just a week and a half, and that's a 50-miler. And then after that, you've got some other things going. But we're going to talk a little bit about um, why we're doing this podcast and the relationship that we have forged. We met in the running world at your Halloween half marathon. Um, I'm more of a road runner and I've run trails a little bit, but I I'm, don't have any aspirations of running a, a 50 mile run or an ultra. It just, it's not in me yet. And um, I'm, I've got goals of doing other things, but I, I was inspired when I met you I was like, this kid's running it. <laughs> and I thought, oh, he's, he's probably been training a bunch. And to find out that you've just kind of <laughs> were winging it is even more 
I don't know if it's more impressive. Um, physically, it's more impressive um, as far as the, uh, the skirting and saying, yeah, I ran for <laughs> these things. It's a classic teenage thing to do. Um, but you've got your eyes set on, on trail running. What's the difference between running that half marathon and an ultra that's sending you all through the mountains, through canyons? Um, why do you do trails versus road races? So I didn't really know that up until the idea of doing my upcoming races first came into my head. And I was like, well, I'll go do a run. I'll just go to a run. I hadn't run since my dead horse point. So it's yeah. been about near a year. And I was like, if I, I was going to go run on the trails, I was like, if I enjoy this, then this is something I should pursue. So I went up right in the trails by my house, just in the mountains. And I mean, I loved it. Yeah. It's just something about being up in the mountains is just beautiful to me. And I, I love it up there. So that makes it really easy to run. It almost takes my mind off it. Yeah. So like 10 miles can go by quick when I'm just just surrounded by nature yeah and your house is like butted up against the mountains in Pleasant Grove Utah where you've got Mount Timpanogos all these different mountains around where you can run so um, that's that's probably a huge benefit because trail running I know in different places people might think trail running is like running in a park <laughs> um, on some like soft uh, wood chips or something and you're trudging over like goalies, rivers, <laughs> and going up steep incline. So, uh, as far as your training and like your your goals, like your pace, what are you what are you looking to maintain during a race? How do you like think about keeping the endurance up to be able to complete that amount of of mileage? Well, I've been doing a lot of research, and I've just I've been focusing on because normally when I do the runs, and especially when I did Dead Horse Point and Behind the Rocks. I felt good for the first 20 and then was dead yeah. by the end, which that's, you'd think that's normal, but you're not supposed to feel as dead as I felt. Like yeah. you still, you should have energy to complete. So I've really been focusing on kind of keeping a slower pace, but throughout the full time, instead of maybe a 10, ele 10 minute pace at the start and doing 16 minute miles at the end to maybe doing a 13 minute pace throughout the entire time. Oh yeah. So for my upcoming races, I'm hoping for the 50 to keep around a 13 minute pace. Wow. 13, if I can keep around there, that would be really good and I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, 13 minute pace, I mean, for the shorter distances, some, some beginning runners might be thinking 13 minutes, yeah, oh, I could do that. But your, your terrain, um, all the different obstacles of maybe rolling an ankle, having those issues, you gotta be alert. And speaking of that, like you're going deep into the hours of being on your feet. Um, so this 50 miler, we're gonna talk about this right now, we're gonna bring it up. You have a condition that is in place by your parents, right? Mm -hmm. That you have to run this 50 mile race without any pacers. Yeah, so when I first came with the idea to my parents about, hey, cause it was always my dad coming to me about the races. So this is the first time I had reached out and showed <laughs> any ambition. And I told him, I was like, hey, I wanna do this 50 miler. And no, I actually said, I wanna do the Antelope Canyon 100. 100 miles. And they were like, no. They didn't actually <laughs> say no, but they were like, my dad was pretty much saying, Colby, I've seen you run a 50K. Yeah. You'd have to do a lot. But I, I've showed ambition. I've really, I put in my work. 
but they said you have to do a 50 mile before you have to prove yeah. to us that you can do this before we even think about <laughs> letting you do something like that which that's as a parent i think i that would make sense <laughs> i would think so yeah it makes sense to you but i think is like i'm a parent and i've got some young girls um they're like seven and five years old and thinking about them training for something and like saying that it seems pretty reasonable my parents told me i had to run 50 <laughs> miles before i could run 100 <laughs> miles that sounds really <laughs> it sounds it sounds good um so it really does sound good but also it sounds like torture to anybody outside of the running world and even inside the running world i think of 50 miles and i'm like wow that is that is a long race where the furthest i've run is a marathon and even in training i won't go over 26 <laughs> because i'm like nope <laughs> it's gonna break me down yeah um so those are the conditions you've got to do it in that is there a certain amount of time that you have to finish it in uh, along with no pacers or just that you finish and you're able to do it there's not a time my parents we just kind of came up with the thing we came up with the idea we're like okay if you can do the 50 and you feel good after and you can do it with no pacers because you won't be able to do 100 without being able to do 50 by yourself and i agreed with that i was like that's fair and they said, if you feel good after the 50, well, obviously you're going to feel bad. You <laughs> just ran 50 <laughs> miles. You ran 50 but if miles. You, if, you, if it doesn't break you pretty much, then, and you show promise, then the 100's a very good possibility. Like okay. it's, They feel comfortable with it. And I agree with that. I think that's fair. And I want to do the 50 because I don't want to go into a 100 blind. I yeah. want to have at least 50% of that done. I mean, you walked into the, uh, the half marathon. And you're able to do it. And you said to yourself, I'm done. Like it was, it took a toll on you, even though you were in shape. Um, you just weren't in half marathon shape. And then you go and do that ultra 30 something miles. And you say, I'm done. And you didn't quite put in that uh, time. And then you do a, a 50K. And your dad's asking you, did you train? And you're still like, oh yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> completely honest answer how is your training like are you are you putting in those those hours or do you think maybe it's like uh i don't know or do you feel confident going in that you've you've done your training i mean my training's been night and day like i'm compared to my 50ks and even the half marathon i've trained so much more and not just the miles just like i'm training daily i'm having plans on training yeah trying to hit quotas for miles like it's, I was joking with my dad yesterday because I said, I remember I used to train for the half marathon and now I'm doing half marathons as training. <laughs> like that's like a normal training run, which is just, it's mind blowing to me after looking back on it, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. I've been training hard. All right. Well, that's good because I, I know when I got back into running, um, not this time, I, there's so many times that I've like started <laughs> and I say I'm a runner and I'll run on the weekends and then I go sign up for a marathon. I do it, and when I'm done, I'm like, oh, I was in the Clydesdale division, <laughs> 220 pounds of just pure regret. <laughs> and I went back into running when I was about 23 years old, 24, and I went to run a marathon with my brother-in-law, and the same thing. He's like, hey, have you been training? And I'm like, I am an athlete. Yeah. Yes, I've been training. And it was like maybe once a week and I'd go for like a two mile run and I was just taking it easy. And those marathons, they would hit and I just wouldn't be ready. Uh, and until last year, I hadn't put in the time or the effort to be able to like 
get the nutrition under control to be able to do actual training where you're sticking to a plan rather than I'll run on the weekend. So I'm excited to be able to see what happens in this 50 mile race for you with the training in place. And I know you're going to run into some issues. Like you're not going to have a race that's flawless. You're going to have those moments when you're at mile 40 and you're like, I've got 10 left. How am I going to get through this? So where's your head? Like when you, have you imagined those moments? Cause you've been there. Like, how are you going to be able to push through and make that 50 miler so you can have the opportunity to do the uh, antelope 100? I mean, when I think about the 50, I think of it training runs. And whether that's smart or not. Oh, that's great. It, that's kind of how I think of it. And I'm, I was talking to my dad. I'm not too stressed about the 50. When the 50Ks are coming, I'd get stressed. And I know on the 50 miler when it's race day yeah. and I'm there at 5 in the morning. <laughs> I'll be stressed. Like, there's no avoiding that. But I don't think – I'm kind of just going into this, like, I can do this. I'm trained. I'm ready. I know what to do. Yeah. And I know there's. it's going to be hard, but I just feel like this is this is a roadblock I have to get over, so I will get over it. That is kinda great. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up. We've got – next week we're going to be talking about the very moment before you hit your 50-mile race. Uh, we're going to talk about how you're going to be moving forward. We're, if you're looking at this as a training run, we're going to be talking a lot about Antelope 100. We're going to be talking about the pacers that you have, the nutrition, um, what you're going to be wearing, um, what you're going to like pack in your pack, and all of the, the unknowns. We're going yeah. to start exploring that, and we're going to be able to see how it goes. And can't overlook that that 50 miler like that is I the know. piece it's, it's a key moment to make sure this ultra happens so i guess as we wrap up i've got one more question what happens if you are in that 50 mile race and you hit that wall and you quit like where is your running career going to go if the ultra gets you i mean this is a big this is something i've stressed and worried about a little is Will I be able to, if I can't do this, will I be able to forget it? Or will it be like always glooming over me like I have to do this now, I have yeah. to do this? And I honestly don't know. I I think, I don't think I'll quit, but I mean, I'll just have to see. <laughs> it's it's a, That's the scary part of running 50 right. miles. You just, sometimes you're not going to know until you're on mile 37 and your feet hurt and you have no pacers and it's the middle of the night. It's you just don't know. Well, this is a really fun opportunity for me. I'm your high school teacher. Um, we have a sports broadcasting class, and this is your project for sports broadcasting is creating a social media campaign, being able to organize that, interact with different runners. You've already got a bunch of followers. You've been following people. You mentioned that people that are that we're following are running the, uh, the 50 miler. So you'll get yeah. to meet them. You'll get to see them, and you've been communicating. And this is an opportunity for you to be able to like push yourself not only as an ultra marathoner, but as somebody who can brand yourself, get some marketing out there, and have a podcast. All this stuff. It's it. I think it's a really fun thing, and I'm I'm excited that I get to be a part of it, and that uh, we're making it happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same here. It was uh, when I signed up for it. I'd really only told you, and I hadn't told many other people because I was kind of planning on keeping it a secret. Yeah. And then you came to me with the idea of the podcast, and I loved it. I loved the idea. And 
I've loved the steps we've gone through to make this reality. It's I'm excited for this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it's really fun. So we'll catch you next time on episode two where we're going to be talking about the 50 miler. Um, it's just going to be a couple days. Yeah from the time that we record episode two, and then we'll come back with episode three, I'm sure, with a lot of information. We'll have a, lot a whole of bunch of content. Sore muscles. That. So thank you. This is the Ultra Young Podcast. Ultra Young? Ultra Young, yeah. It's still brand new. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in. See ya. Bye.